Hey, what's going on, motivators? Today is uh, August 8th, 2022. This is Dr. Drill with your most recent episode of the Making Motivation Podcast. So what's happening today? I got some things in my mind. I'm going to go friggin' rapid fire on you. A little bit of uh, a news review here. Sort of shit that you see throughout the day. First of all, Olivia Newton-John is dead. This is uh, an, uh, an image that I saw just now. A, friend, a family member posted it. The singer-songwriter of 73 years singer-songwriter, actress of 73 years is dead. This is the sort of phraseology that we use when somebody dies, like in the news here. Somebody such and such is dead. Dead. It's a one-syllable word. Dead. Like a freaking buzzer goes off. She's dead. This woman who, by all accounts, was a frickin' something over the goddamn rainbow, man. Like my friend Coop out here with her hands on her hips. <laughs> my buddy Coop and Chuck. And I wave to the Indian family there, too. They're nice. I know that guy. Good people. So Olivia Newton-John is dead. She was a freaking bright ray of sunshine. Iconic for her her beautiful voice, uh, her beautiful smile, her relation, her romance with Danny Zuko, you know, from Greece. I remember being a little boy, and I was, you know, all the girls, like, you know, their moms were what had had gone to the movies. I just talked to somebody who's probably got me by twenty years, and she said, "Oh yeah, I remember, you know, the um, you know being a little girl, and you go to the movies, and you hadn't seen the movie unless you went to the actual movies and saw it, because just an iconic '50s era kind of um, movie, you know, about high school and." love and different personalities and, you know, aggression and all this stuff, kind of like uh, sharks and jets, shit that had done before, but made a wonderful love story out of, out of it, and I don't know if that movie came out in the 80s, or the late 70s, or what, but I remember watching it, and it was like everybody's mother had seen it and had passed, had watched it with their kids, must have been the early 80s. And so we had to watch it, and we heard about it, we sung all the songs. Just a beautiful, beautiful movie. And she was the star, you know, along with John Travolta. So, and an all-star cast. Fucking Lenny and Squiggy, I think, were in it, maybe. Kanicki. I mean, there was so many. Um, I forget the name of the one. Um, Kanicki's girlfriend, I forget her name. She got knocked up, quote-unquote. All these little isms, you know, about a simpler time, 50s, 60s, America. And Living Newton John was an extension of that, and I know she did a bunch of other things, sung some wonderful music, which we were just playing in the office. In, you know, an homage to her. 
but this is what she gets in the news. Livy Newton-John, 73, is dead. Fucking buzzer. Finito. You know, done. It's like everything she did is just over in an instant. Which is a fact. Which is the way, you know, death comes to us. You know, you're animated and all of a sudden that's it. She fought breast cancer, I think. I'm sure she suffered quite a bit along the way. And all of her fame and her beautiful smile and her angelic voice and, and all the good that she did. She thinks she's a very good human. In the end, it, you know, it was uh, not enough to save her life. And that's just, that's just life. That's just the, that's just the, uh, the universe. It's not always fair. But you better take the fucking good, you take the bad, you take it all, and there you have the facts of life, motherfuckers. See what I'm saying? In other news, the uh, Russia and Ukraine are blaming each other because bombs and munitions blew up in the vicinity of a nuclear uh, uh, nuclear plant. So they're pointing fingers at each other because of this was it would have been irresponsible and result in a you know a major environmental uh, hazard and you know meltdown. Who knows what the fuck could have happened? Have more radiation spread across Europe and you know, drifting far and wide, you know, seeping into groundwater because these motherfuckers they can't figure out how to live together. They're the same goddamn people, really, and they're pointing fingers at you, saying who did this or who did that. Imagine that, like fucking kids in a damn in a sandbox, um, you know, each blaming of the. Who did this? Who broke this? Who, you know, shattered the window? Who fucking took a shit and didn't flush it? They blame each other. Because they're fucking babies. Well, what else is in the news? There was uh, the father and son, I think, from somewhere down in Georgia or down south somewhere. This is going on for years now, the... uh, trial these two fuckheads I saw some guy jogging through their neighborhood he happened to be African American and they you know chased him down and shot him killed him you know thought you thought he was a burglar or something like that they said but they murdered the guy and now they're both going to jail for the rest of their lives father and son two generations boom done maybe three if there's kids and or grandkids in the picture how about that what a shame, you know, the whole thing. This is a, you know, a snapshot of, of how terrible humans can be. You know, on the other side of that, there's all kinds of wonderful things going on in the world. We just have to look out there. We just have to look at the sunset coming down here. You know, look at all the things that we have to be thankful for. You know, really, we got it made, my friends. Human beings, we we have had it made. And, you know, these are little snippets of terrible things that are real things that are going on. But there's a lot of wonderful things happening as well. I forget a ton of shit. I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. I forget a ton of things that transpire in my life. Just today, for instance. You know, the things that people say. I I had a guy just came in earlier last time I saw him, it was like three years ago, 
he told me, I, I said, I got to get on a health kick. I need to start working out. I feel like my health is slipping away. You know, you might sound familiar because I have another friend who's in this predicament, but is actually showing up to the workouts. This guy says, okay, okay, I'll meet you there Monday morning. Let's go. Gave him a friggin' reminder the night before. He didn't show up. That's the last I heard of him. Since then, there's been COVID cooties. The guy was had a bunch of, uh, you know, near-death experiences, quit smoking, probably found Jesus the whole nine yards, and he's back in my office like it never happened. <clears throat> I don't know if, he, if he's cognizant of this whole thing, if he's, uh, you know, sorry for the way he treated me or for um, slighting the opportunity fucking me over, a guy who was going to do it for nothing, basically, just show him some exercises, just because he was my friend and a patient, I was trying to help, he no-showed me, Jesus Christ, <clears throat> I'm getting close to the house now, there's just a couple things that went on today, a lot of beautiful things happened today too, a lot of, um, a lot of laughs, a lot of cool stories, a lot of wonderful people came in and uh, blessed me with their presence. I've listened to this uh, new book uh, by Eckhart Tolle. It's called A New Earth. Very similar to the last one I read. Very popular, very popular New Age uh, philosopher, Eckhart Tolle. Very sensible, very, very, um, I think he's Dutch or something. He's got a very beautiful healing sort of voice. He's a guru for a lot of people. <clears throat> he definitely has a positive, sensible me message. And he's talking about the ego right now and how, you know, we are always relating everything back to us. I, I, I. You know, and that we... Um, this is a, a real bad habit of human beings. We're always so preoccupied in everything that's happening to us that we're never truly at peace. I can't put it like Eckhart, but if you ever want to listen or read it to a self-help book, Eckhart Tolle will definitely, he'll humble you. And so you should check that shit out. I listen to mine on Audible. Um, so this morning I'm in the gym. It's my little story. I'm in the gym training with my buddy. We've been having tremendous consistency. Really appreciate some good workouts. I got to check in on him because he was supposed to come into the office and get adjusted. But I think he was smoked from the workout. Like he was huffing and puffing. I want to make sure he's okay. <clears throat> but uh, we're working, you know, and as I told you, our method, just for time's sake, I do, we're doing chest and back. I do chest press, he's doing a seated row. You know, I'm doing bench press. He's doing uh, lat pull down. So this is a sensible strategy to work out. Splitting um, body parts. So front and back. We're working fronts and backs. Our chest and our back. Pushing and pulling. It's a very sensible strategy. Very basic um, anaerobic, you know, weight training sort of strategy. So we do a lot of cardio. We do a lot of working out. Um, with the weights. <clears throat> Today was a really good uh, program, I thought. 
So I'm doing a lat pull down, and there's this guy that I've I've seen eyeing me up before. Kind of like undresses me with his eyes. He seems like a little bit of a I don't know. He's always looking around. He's there all the time, so he's definitely working out. He seems like he's in pretty good shape for a guy who's probably at least in his fifties, maybe sixties. And I, I haven't gotten good vibes from him. Like he he seems like he's. Um, judging a little bit, like I, I've been helping my friend, and so that requires a little bit of demonstration, and you know, you're not even supposed to really be personal training in there, so, I mean, it's really none of anybody's business, we're not, we're not, we're not getting anybody's way or anything, and it's Planet Fitness, so nobody really gives a fuck what goes on, but uh, <clears throat> I've caught him kind of, I felt like he was judging like I'm saying, okay, we're going to do this this way, you're going to breathe this way, and just taking the time on the down low so as not to embarrass my friend who's got an ego himself, and he's a grown man, and I have to correct him sometimes on the things that he does. So I do it very gently, very quietly, and I felt this guy's eyes upon me. He's always there, like I said, so he's lingering up between sets, taking everything in. So anyway, I'm doing a lap pull down. The guy, I got my tank top on because I sweat like a fucking pig. And the guy just is in passing. He says, he comes by, he's like, when I finish my study, he goes, hey, thanks for your service. You know? I said, oh an honor. He goes, yeah, dude, listen, thanks for your service. I said, yeah, you know, look, I mean, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's an honor. He goes, yeah, it is an honor. I said, oh, well, did he serve? Just trying to see if he's, what his perspective is, you know, is he also a veteran or, and if he is awesome, then I'll thank him for his service. Um, another thing I will say a lot of the time is, you know, I appreciate it. It was an honor. Uh, I'll also say, there's all different types of service, you know. So I'm sure that you're a good human being. If you help people, if you're, you know, help little old ladies across the fucking road or you open doors for people or just, you know, be kind. The world needs a lot of that. That's a service, you know. These days, if you're just a reasonable person that's, that's kind to others, that's a service you're providing. Maybe not, you know, most people don't think of it like that, but not everybody needs to freaking, you know, hump a, the gear and carry a weapon and stand on that wall and, you know, I say that nobody's going to hurt you, not tonight. Fucking Demi Moore speech from A Few Good Men. <clears throat> I'm proud to have been in that category, you know, to have been a fucking warrior, at least to train, have trained to do the job. And something that's colored everything that I've done in my life. Everything that going forward, it's a challenge that I had to rise to. That, um, and a standard I had to maintain that I fucking cherish, right? And I appreciate when people say, you know, something like, thank you for your service. But I certainly don't expect it. This guy was nice to have said that. And he surprised me because he had a little—he had a little bit of a squeaky voice. Like I, he always kind of walked around stern, like he was 
posturing up, almost like a pecking order thing. A lot of guys will are like that. You know, you'll catch them stealing glances at you. You know, or my muscles as big as him, or is he doing that work, that that exercise properly, or you know, hey, look at this guy, you know, that sort of shit. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of that in gyms, even a plan of fitness. I don't, I'm not the recipient of it, I don't care, but I notice it, I've been around enough gyms, I know what's going on, so the guy was like, he's like, hey, I just want to thank you for your service, uh, so well, I appreciate it, man, it's an honor, goes, yeah, it is an honor, he goes, and we're going to take this country back, and when he said that, I, just, I guess I just wondered what he's talking about, I said, yeah, we are, <laughs> And I don't even know. I just wanted to end the conversation because I wanted to complete my set and fucking shower up and get the hell out of there, you know? But uh, it was nice of him to do that. And hereafter, we will, well, you know, exchange pleasantries with him if I see him. Be more of a friendly face. You know, when I go in there, I'm kind of intense and I just want to do my thing. I'm not, you know, I, I, there's a few people that I have seen in there that I say hello to. But uh, they're all people that I know from outside the gym, you know? <clears throat> this guy was interesting. So I, said that. I just wondered what he was talking about when he said, um, yeah, you know, we're going to take this country, we're going to take this country back. I'm just wondering what he's talking about. Is he talking about from the Democrats? Is he talking about from the... I, I don't know. I, 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 seen, I think that that's what he's talking about. I, I feel like he was identifying himself as, like, oh, hey, we really need the military to, um, you know, to take the power back. We're going to take this country back. We're going to make it as great as it once was. I do believe that this country is not as great as it once was. And I think that mindset like that, a mind, if that's what he meant, you know, I could be completely wrong, in which case I admit that, and maybe I need to reassess, but I'm fairly perceptive. I think he was saying that we're fucked up, you know, this president sucks, and this country is weak, and we just need that one guy or that one, you know, this, that, this or that leader that's going to help us right this ship. And, you know, then it's going to be really be honorable because they're really going to, you know, respect, you know, the military and your mission and all that stuff and let you guys do what you need to do. Um, I feel like that. Or it, it kind of struck me as... Maybe he was talking about maybe he's one of those January six characters where everything is a it's a conspiracy theory, you know, the election was stolen, or we're gonna take this country back and make it a great again, like a MAGA thing. It's like what a fucking joke, man. What a joke all that was, right? going to make America great again. America is great. 
right? We just can't be um, fooled into thinking that that we're not. We can't be turned on one another and tricked into feeling that we are less than or we are weaker. You know, together we are strong. If we if we're reasonable human beings and we listen to one another and we respond appropriately and we care about one another and we put aside our, you know, little agendas and our little puppet uh, politicians whom we might select as, you know, our guy or gal, you know, like the side that we're on. If we can say, you know, I'm going to step, I'm going to cross the fucking aisle. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to somebody whom I naturally assume I would be at odds with. I'm going to try to find common ground. You know, I'm just going to focus on being a good person. I mean, things have calmed down a little bit recently. But, you know, it was fucking fiery for a long time. I hope I'm wrong about this guy. But I, I, maybe, I bet you he would be surprised in talking to me because... Many military personnel, many former military, they're stereotypically conservative. You know, I don't think I don't I don't entirely get this. Why they are? You know, I mean, I'm not a, a liberal necessarily. I'm definitely socially liberal, fiscally conservative. But there's this kind of like. Um, incorrect assumption that all military personnel think the same way. We all want a conservative in there because conservatives are going to be, you know, really strong military, really for a strong military. I mean, I want a strong military, but I really want I want a military that does what is right. I don't want just some to be some band among some band of berserkers that is just like a dog, you know, a fucking junkyard dog, you're going to let off the leash and go destroy things. There's part of me once that that savored that a little bit. Like, to be that dog is cool because the dog doesn't really know what they're doing. Dog's not job. Jobs of that dog is not to think. It's just to go and fucking destroy and eat the scraps and, you know, get a little pat on the head at the end. Fucking fill full bowl of food. And then you go back on the chain. So fuck that. I'm a free thinker. I'm a citizen of this country. Yes, I'm a patriot. But I'm not so fucking naive to assume that I have it all figured out. Or that this is good and that is bad. And it saddens me that many of my peers that, you know, that I served with, I know that many of them are like, they think like, you know, you got to be on this side. You know, because this side is trying to take your guns away. Or this side is trying to pass legislation that, you know, whatever. Takes a budget away from the military or whatever. I don't feel like there's any, you know, like finding common ground with people around issues. You know, trying to find the middle. I don't think that makes you weak. If there's fucking, uh, you know, mass uh, 
casualties all over the nation that you're protecting. And they're all civilian casualties. They're you know, mass fucking murders of, of your fellow citizens with firearms. You know, just because you like to, sh- just because you're trained to shoot to kill, and you're you know marksmanshiped up, and you were a sniper or something, doesn't mean that you need to be like on the side of the gun. You know, the gun is just a fucking tool. It's an instrument. But you really, you know, I have often felt that, for instance, just a, for instance about these issues, that if you're a real responsible gun owner, somebody who's trained far beyond the capabilities of a civilian someone who's experienced then you want you don't want this weapon to be misused by some dopes you don't want some fucking idiot to you know the weapons to fall into the wrong hand right I mean it's hard I think it's hard for a lot of people who are former military to to accept any you know even talk about these things like is it good to break it down real fucking simple. Is it is it right for? Does it make sense? Is it the type of country you want to live in that this sort of thing could happen? You know, with the very instrument that you were trained to use, and you can fucking, you know, dis- disassemble, reassemble, blindfolded for time, and and you can shoot fucking, you know, ten rounds from five hundred meters in the black, and you shoot at night, and you can patrol, I mean, all the things you do, it seems like it slights some of those things, it makes them less, it takes away some of the validity of that, if you don't use it responsibly, so I'm just, that's just one example of, of how, you know, the whole uh, liberal conservative thing is dumb, you know, I mean, here's a guy I just turned and passed, Guy, that's a guy who used to have the goddamn <clears throat> the doors, fucking, you know, he had some doors lying, leaning against trees that said, um, you know, let's go Brandon, the fuck you, fuck you Biden thing, right? Told you I thought that was funny. It's funny that it's, that it's funny. It's funny that it happened, that it's like a code word for fuck you Biden. It's also funny that people feel like this guy, I know he's powerful, I know that he, you know, he, under the thumb of the, the government and, and all that stuff, even though we're supposed to be governed by the people, right? We know that there's still, you know, whoever's got the presidency is, is making some decisions that we're not always going to agree with. But um, it's kind of like funny that people are so hung up on these, the, the villains, that they just trump up these villains, like, oh, I hate this guy or this gal or hear what that one said the other day, or hear that Pelosi just went over to Taiwan and all the shit she started, I mean, it's like, you hear what Trump did, you know, he, and I always say, of course, I backtrack on that, because that fucking guy, he's a Peter, you know, he just supposedly today, they found, somebody took pictures of letters that he would rip up and flush down the toilet, things that he didn't want to <clears throat> didn't want seen, you know, man. And there's another news bulletin that said that the FBI or somebody's is raiding his house in Mar-a-Lago. Who knows? I mean, these fuckers are 
it's easy to assume that all these politicians are criminals and on the take and we can't trust them because they've it's a dirty business it's a shame that it is but you kind of it's hard not to to see it for what it is they got a a lot of uh, catching up to do if they want to get their integrity back and then when there's corruption at the highest levels whatever the administration you know whatever the context people start acting like assholes too because there's no justice they feel and so they're you know they're gonna see somebody's uh, Marine Corps tattoo at the gym and they're gonna say thanks for your service yeah we're gonna take this country back aren't we because you are clearly on my side what's that what side is that side of the guy who fucking undressing other men with his eyes, you know, because your, you know, your muscles are smaller, or you think you can lift more, or you got a tiny Peter, or something like that, I don't fucking know, the psychology around humankind is so fucking complex, and so funny, and so scary, I see it for what it is. I experience it on a daily basis. I love it. And I, I fucking despise it. It just... It's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's interesting, though. It's very interesting. And there's a lot of beauty involved. There's a lot of wonderful moments. And there's a lot of shit... Yeah, that's my rant. That's my 8.17 p.m. rant on a Monday evening, and I'm off tomorrow. I'm going to try to make this an actual off day. Like, I don't have to take, hopefully, I don't have to take my son somewhere at 7 o'clock in the morning, or I'm not called out to do a workout at 6 o'clock, or something crazy like that. I want to fucking sleep in. I want to have a nice breakfast. I want to regroup. I want to kick this week in the ass and move slowly but surely. Toward the weekend and the ultimate end of this summer. Where schedules will resume. At an untenable pace. Because that's what we fucking do. And I hope my plants have been watered. Ooh, look at that tiki. Very menacing. I'd like to work on that tomorrow, too. All right, love and respect. Ah!